Hey, 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 guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. This is just a quick, quick um, disclaimer that the actual long episode, I think it's like around 20 minutes that's going to come after this one. The Bear with me because the first 10 seconds to 15 seconds, maybe no more than 20 seconds, you can barely hear it. Not just because of the music, but because I'm still getting used to this microphone. And uh, it just, I didn't do something right. And instead of just deleting the entire episode, I decided to keep the episode because it's not very much time that it's, that you really can't hear that. uh, You can't hear me. So that's why I'm making this quick one to let you know about the actual long one. And uh, please stick with it. Continue to tune in. It, it, it gets much clearer after that 15 to 20 seconds. And appreciate it. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Talk to you soon. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. birthday and the reason that I find it so amazing to celebrate is not simply for the fact that it's my birthday I mean like I know a lot of people out there like it's my birthday and they start celebrating like 30 days before their birthday 60 days 90 days I mean there are people out there who L to the O to the V to the E of the birthday and they want to make sure everybody and anybody knows it's their birthday so they'll be like putting out things on their social media platforms going like how 39 days until my birthday and 20 days until my birthday and I'm like first of all like if that's what you do that's your deal that's your your thing like more power to you but I don't I don't understand it for me I guess because that's just not my thing I'm I'm not like I don't want everybody to because what kind of comes out when people do that is kind of like wow could they be more happy about their birthday a and b what's their objective are they like trying to make sure that everybody knows it's their birthday so they can make sure to get as many people to wish them happy birthday and as many people to give them and buy them and send them gifts like i think a lot of people might think like that not just me when they see these people just advertising their birthday um, way before it's actually their birthday. Um, I'm not like that. Maybe you are. Like I said, if you are, more power to you. And um, maybe you're not like that, but you're all about having like an actual big celebration for your birthday on the day of your birthday. So, you know, not necessarily to everyone on your social media, media, but to like your friends and close family members where you want, nay, you expect a birthday party. I'm just not, I'm not that person. Like, and I, I think, and hear me out, I think it's because we didn't grow up with a lot of money. We we grew up pretty much poor, not to the point of homeless. We weren't that, we were never that poor, which I know that's a whole nother type of poor because there are families out there who, who, who don't have a place to live. We always had a place to live. Uh, my mom was a hard worker. She worked all the time since she was very young, and the, due to the fact that my dad never paid child support, that also was another reason that she had to work more than the average 
mother and of course because she didn't have a, a husband more than maybe even average single mother she told me that she never had three jobs it always felt like she had three jobs but um, I, she definitely had two jobs I think a lot of times she had two jobs if she didn't if she wasn't making enough I mean she worked at um, this this super uh, grocery store super grocery store not a super grocery store but a grocery store called Piggly Wiggly now if you're from Texas or maybe even just the South. I'm not too sure. I haven't done the research on it, but I know Piggly Wiggly, that was the actual name, guys. Piggly Wiggly was the name of a grocery store. And she worked there as a cashier. I think she said she got let go or fired for some reason that was bogus. Um, I don't know if the manager, my mom was very attractive and um, single on top of it. And even though she had three kids, she was very attractive and very young and unfortunately I mean this was in the 70s and the 80s and come on let's be let's be honest there's a lot of times there were a lot of times in the past especially when men would take advantage um, of women and try to like get something for something if you know what I mean like I'll give you that promotion or I'll let you stay here I'll make you a manager if you just you know got to give me something in return wink wink nudge nudge yes I'm a loser sexist bigot um I don't know about the bigot part it could be but definitely a sexist um scumbag and the times that she shared stories with me about that is like she would tell me about how that would happen and uh I'm not surprised as gorgeous as she was and um and how things were back in the 70s and 80s where people in power specifically uh, men would would do that with women and not just in the movie industries I mean when the Me Too movement came to be you know all this stuff came out about how people movie producers and directors and whatnot would take advantage of women Weinstein Weinstein is the biggest uh, um, God what's that guy's name because there's so many but there's Epstein which was the child um, the pedophile guy with the, with that, but then there's I think it was Weinstein, Weinstein. Hopefully I'm not messing, but he was one of the main characters, a part of that Me, Me Too movement. So that was in the what? It's the 21st century. We're talking about the 20th century, um, in the 70s and the 80s. So my mom would share with me some stories about that. So at any rate, she worked there, and of course, they weren't making a lot of money, so I think she had other jobs. I knew she was a waitress or waitstaff member um, for several restaurants, um, and then she got into bartending, and that's where she started making more money, of course. And In fact, that's actually how she met my stepdad, because she was a bartender at one of the bars that he went to when he was going through a divorce with his previous wife, and, you know, they met, and, you know had that chemistry, if you will, and uh, that's how they met. And then she quit bartending. My mom never drank, though. My, she tried alcohol, but she she just didn't care for it, didn't like it, which is interesting considering that she was an actual bartender. But I'm very, very grateful that she didn't um, take a liking to the spirits because that wouldn't have been good for, for her as a mother, a single mother. But, uh, yeah, she never liked it. She, I think she tried marijuana once, maybe. Didn't care for it, so I'm very grateful. Man, am I grateful that my mom never went to drugs and never went to alcohol and heck never went to prostitution i mean there were things that she could have done in order to provide more for her family because that's what a lot of women end up having to do due to their circumstances but um not my mom she she never she never um ended up going that route of course and uh obviously as i'm letting you guys know but at any rate 
um, we didn't have money getting back to him. It's a long walk, but <laughs> we didn't have a lot of money. And uh, we, my mom had to use governmental assistance at times. We were on food stamps. Um, as far as like the housing, we always had an apartment or a house. And back then, I don't think credit was used in the way that it's used today because I'm pretty sure my mom didn't have good credit. Um, heck, <laughs> didn't know this, but my mom didn't even have a driver's license until she was 30. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't know that. I just always assumed my mom had a driver's license. But no, when she was 30, so I was 10. Um, yeah, so she got her driver's license. Actually, no. I think my stepdad said that it wasn't until he married her or started dating her. So I was 16. So she was in her mid to late 30s before she got her driver's license. That doesn't have anything to do with one's social economic status, I would think. But at any rate, um, I don't know how. It's just things were so different back then. You know, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have, you know, social media. We didn't have ways to check on people like we do now. And, you know, social security card, I think, was just as important or way more important back then on how you got things. So perhaps that's how she got all that, all that stuff, like with government assistance. But she wasn't proud of that, of course. She didn't like being... Um, on, you know, governmental assistance. She didn't, she wasn't proud that we had to, use, you know, had to have food stamps. And I know she knew that we didn't like it. And it was something that I used to be kind of embarrassed about. But at any rate, we didn't get a lot of birthday gifts. We didn't get a lot of Christmas gifts. We didn't get a lot of a lot of things. And when you grow up not having a lot, you, well, you grow up not expecting a lot. We didn't have birthday parties. I think I never had, I definitely never had a surprise birthday party until I was 20 when I was in the Navy. And it was legit, a legit birthday surprise party. So, um, and it wasn't that my mom didn't want to give us birthday parties. It was just, you know, she didn't have the funds to, to give us birthday parties. Uh, not to mention that uh, she was always working because, you know, my birthday is February the 1st and what's normally going down at this time is the stockyards, the, the, the actual rodeo over in Fort Worth. And uh, I don't even know if that's going on right now because of COVID because I know it wasn't last year, I think, at any rate, because um, I'd love to go go over there. But because my birthday fell on a on the stockyards rodeo time, she was always, that was a big time for her to make a lot of money as a bartender. And that's what she would do. She always felt bad that she wasn't around on my birthday. I remember her specifically telling me that. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't take it to heart because I knew my mom. I saw how my mom had to work hard to provide for us. So I never let that make me bitter or angry. I just, just, I guess I just wasn't that kid to, to be that way. I didn't go, oh, poor me. My mom doesn't love me. I never really thought like that. I tried to look at her situation and tried to understand from her perspective. And I think maybe that's why I guess I like psychology so much is because it helps you to see things in the other person's uh, perspective or way of thought or whatnot. So we just, you know, going back to that, when you don't grow up getting a lot on your birthday, you don't you end up growing up not expecting a lot. So maybe people think that's sad, but I don't think it's sad. I think it's uh, it's realistic. It's the real world. Not everybody has 
the money to give their kids everything they want and have them give them birthday parties every year. And I think also, the I personally think that when you give your children everything that they've ever wanted and you always give them birthday parties, they grow up kind of spoiled. Uh, they grow up with these expectations of, I get what I want, and I always get what I want, and I always get a birthday party, and me, 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 me. I could be wrong about that. I don't think every kid grows up being spoiled and every kid grows up having those expectations. And uh, so I'm not saying that. I can't, of course, generalize and say all, but I think a lot of people grow up like that. And so when they don't get that birthday party or they don't get that celebration, they feel like they get kind of sad and depressed. And maybe that's what's going on with a lot of people during COVID-19 is that they can't be around a lot of people because they've always been around a lot of people and they always get to celebrate Christmases with a lot of people, birthdays with a lot of people, etc., etc., etc. So, but when you don't have it, you don't expect it. And that's where it is with me. So, I'm not saying that I would be um, against a birthday party, but I don't need one, if that makes sense. So, like, if my friends are like, hey, Hope, we want to get together and want to take you out to dinner and um, do something for your birthday, I've done that uh, as an adult, you know, or, like, people that I select that I want to be around that that I think are true friends that are like, hey, yeah, we're going to meet at this Mexican restaurant at this time on this date. Here's the address. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, But if I didn't have that, I would be okay with it too. I'm okay. I've celebrated birthdays by myself. Today I'm celebrating my birthday by myself. Uh, There were times when I was out of the country and I celebrated birthdays by myself. But I've celebrated it in Norway and I've celebrated it in amazing places too at the same time. But I could go to Norway by myself and celebrate my birthday and go to a restaurant by myself and be totally a-okay with it. I guess at the end of the day what I'm saying is I don't need people in celebrations to celebrate my birthday if that happens it's great if it doesn't it's it's okay too but I really really enjoy celebrating my birthday in the sense of gratefulness in the sense of like thank god that I've been given another birthday I've tried to do that always but especially after 2011 after I got cancer because in 2012 was the first time I had a birthday while going through cancer Um, so I turned 41 in 2012 and in fact I actually had chemotherapy on the day of um, my birthday so um, or had my birthday on the day of chemo semantics (laughs) but uh, I'm glad that I'm not having chemotherapy on my birthday this time I'll be having it next week. So I ended up uh, dodging a bullet there. I really did not care to have chemotherapy on the day of my birthday. Even if I don't celebrate it in a big fashion way, it's just the point of not having to do something, put poison in your body on the day of a celebratory day. So yeah, that's... uh... That's uh, that's why I like celebrating birthdays is because not everybody gets another birthday. Not everybody gets another day, period. So I've been given nine years, guys. I've been given nine birthdays since I was first diagnosed with late stage ovarian cancer. So the word grateful doesn't even touch it, really. Um, it can't really capture the way I feel about being able to, to have another day to celebrate, another year to celebrate. So it's it's more about being grateful because 
there are so many people out there that have died from cancer that their family members and loved ones would wish that they could have been able to celebrate one, two, seven, and now nine birthdays with them when they didn't get that chance. And and by the by, I just read about, okay, you remember that show Saved by the Bell? And I'm speaking mostly to Americans. I don't know if people from other countries remember it. I mean, it was a big hit in the early 90s. But anyway, there was this uh, one of the characters, the goofy nerd um, in the in the show, uh, Shriek? No, Shrek? No, not Shrek. Uh, uh, he wasn't the good-looking blonde guy or Mario Lopez that everybody knows. Uh, what was his name? Anyway, he was like the nerd uh, in the show, and his brother was actually um, what? His brother was one of the members of the Beastie Boys. His name is Dustin Diamond, and he was on that show, Saved by the Bell. And I had just read recently that he had been diagnosed with cancer and just read today that he died of cancer at the age of 44. Apparently, he was only diagnosed three weeks ago, guys, three weeks ago, and he died of cancer today at the age of 44, just, you know, six years younger than me. And it's uh, it's those moments that you're just like, how can you not be grateful that you're still here? How can you not be grateful for the time that you still have been given and have when there's so many people who don't have that, you know, whether it be from cancer, whether it be from COVID, which, you know, hello, over 400,000 people have died just in America alone, which I know, I know I've said this before, but it's never enough to say it again. You know, like it's, 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 uh, maybe I didn't word that right, but it's, it's worth sharing again because it's, it's our reality. But um, three weeks, three weeks, and then he dies. Like, talk about a beast. You know, cancer truly sucks. And I've heard of people who, who get it, and then they just die within weeks or months from their diagnosis. So, yeah, heck yeah. Heck yeah, I'm happy to be celebrating my 50th birthday. I'm happy to be celebrating nine years of life because I haven't just been sitting in my apartment these last nine years, I mean, I got out there and I lived, guys. I mean, I, not in a braggadocious way, but I went back to Saudi. I traveled. I spread ovarian cancer awareness, wrote my book, Hope Through Cancer. And I've done a lot of things that I know I give God all the glory for. And I just, I'm so happy to say that I have been trying to do my best to live out loud and show people that there is life after cancer. I went to like nine countries after cancer first you know after i was first diagnosed with cancer actually the only time was after because after the second time i didn't go anywhere because of covid19 obviously and not having the funds and then of course now so still nine countries there have been people people live their whole life and they don't even go to one country out of america uh, if it's not mexico or canada so i'm very i'm very fortunate that i've been to a total of 25 countries now so I've got a lot to be grateful for and a lot to be thankful for. And it's not just because, oh, hey, look at me. It's my birthday. No, it's because life is so still worth living. And because there's so many people who don't get the opportunity to have these years after being diagnosed with cancer. I, I in some ways, maybe I feel like I owe it to all those people that have died, uh, especially to ovarian cancer, to, to try to live a life worth worth you know living and and worth celebrating and worth uh doing something good with it if you will 
So yeah. So I, I hope maybe you'll look at your birthday as something to celebrate. Maybe you're thinking, well, I haven't done this and I haven't done that. And I look at me, I'm this age and I don't look as young as I used to. Um, I can't run as fast as I used to. I'm not in shape as much as I used to. Well, today doesn't mean there's not a tomorrow. You've gotten another birthday. And why don't you, you know, maybe think about trying to get back in shape? You know, I know I have got to do that. Um, or looking at some goal to do and you can make a difference even in little ways and if you don't have the money to go overseas you know go take a trip to the natural you know the Yellowstone National Park um, there's a lot of places that you can go to you don't have to go big uh, you can just do little things here and there it's all about like a friend told me a really good friend told me it's about making the memories which is so true because that saying it's, the saying it's not about the destination it's about the journey it's about the journey to the destination or something like that. Uh, and that's that's so real. That's so true. Making the memories with those that are in your life. And if you're like me and you're, you're, you're truly happily single, make the memories for yourself. Take a solo trip somewhere. I'm a solo traveler. I've been a solo traveler. And uh, some of the best time I've ever had has been by myself traveling to new places, even if it's just road trips in the States. It's the things that you do and the things that you see and the people that you meet along the way. So it's never too late if you've been given another day, given another birthday, make the best out of it. And remember that, you know, there are so many people out there who didn't get to wake up today and who don't get to celebrate another birthday. So I don't know, maybe you, maybe you can try to look at it like I do with like, see it as a gift and see it as something worth celebrating. You don't have to do, you know, huge parties unless you want to, man, unless you want to. Um, but even just getting a candle, put one candle on a little cupcake, have a beer if you drink, have a Coke if you don't drink, have a water if you don't do any of that, and blow out that candle and, and be grateful for the time that you've had on this earth. Um, maybe that's cheesy. I don't know, but I'm a little bit cheesy. So, uh, so yeah, there. Hashtag, I'm proud of that. That's all I got for you today. Or is it? I'm just going to end this here. Yeah, I'm going to end it here because tomorrow, tomorrow, guys, I'm not talking tomorrow, but the next episode, whew, get ready because I'm going to talk a little bit of politics, but I'm not going to ruin that on today's birthday talk. Talk about birthdays and, and so, but next episode, I'll make sure I'll put it in my details because, you know, got to give you guys all a warning. But it, it's definitely going to be about politics because there's something I want to talk about. In particular, there's a lot I want to talk about. But um, this one politician in general, and no, it's not Trump. Uh, hash, hashtag he was never my president, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to say it now. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Oops, I'm going to say it. I'm going to end this on the, uh, uh, just talking about my birthday, talking about how it's great to celebrate another birthday. And even though I don't have my mom here, and even though that made me cry a couple times today, because I miss her so much, she's always been the person that's usually the first person to call me. It's so different not having her now. And, but at the same time, I know she's with me at the same time. I know I get these little nudges from heaven that show me in, in a way that I know is true that she's with me and that she is up there in heaven celebrating my birthday too 
and people might not believe that but I believe it and hey that's all that matters to me really is like I know that God gives us signs of him being with us and I think people have passed on I think they give us signs that they're still with us too um and I think you can be a Christian and believe that I really really do so yeah I miss her and it's not the same without her and it never will be but at the same time I'm I'm very happy to have another birthday and big shout out to my little sister she doesn't listen to my podcast I'm sure she probably wouldn't really like some of the stuff I talk about but she actually got married and I'm really happy for her and I hope her and her husband have a wonderful marriage and will last forever and ever and ever and they like bought like an RV guys like a giant RV so awesome looking and um, I'm really excited for them I think they're going to try try it out and see what it's like living in it for a year or something like that and I'm really happy and that's actually what I did yesterday is we celebrated have we had a there was a small ceremony and uh, she got married yesterday so big shout out to her even if she doesn't listen to my podcast I would like to say it because I want my listeners to know how proud I am of my family we're not always there for each other but it's still it's still family and I will always love them um, thank you guys for listening in thank you so 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 much appreciate it and uh, I hope you're staying well and I hope you're staying healthy in the meantime this has been talk time with hope I am hope as always God bless you I'll see you on the flip side Bye for now oh p.s wear your mask social distance wash them hands yo let's let's get through this together continue to get through this together always gotta try to do my best to mention that stay healthy bye